0: Moms Surviving Life. Tough questions, real answers, awesome hacks. Hello and welcome to episode 29 of Moms Surviving Life. Today, Carla and I are going to talk about being a mom, mom of multiples, and a singleton mom, a mom of one baby. Let us count the ways because there is a large amount of differences and a large amount of similarities. As always, please subscribe to the podcast on whichever platform you listen to us on. Please follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash mom's surviving life and on Instagram at mom's surviving life. All one word. So
1: we need to start off, I think, by saying I, Carla, am a singleton mom and And Erica is a mom of multiples.
0: (laughs) Yes. I have a friend who has triplets. God love the woman. I don't know how she does it because I'm losing it with two. And she has a toddler, so she's got 4 I'm like, you're a saint. <laughs> yeah. Um, as a mom of multiples, it is expensive, okay? Like, everyone thinks that having a baby is expensive. Having two or more, like, I don't think, I rarely go clothes shopping for the girls in a store that is not secondhand or from friends or... I don't know. I just buying stuff new is so ridiculous and out of the question. Like I even have secondhand life jackets. Like I went and bought new ones that are like fifteen bucks. But like I have secondhand life jackets. Like everything I buy is secondhand because it's pretty much what I can afford.
1: <laughs> well, not even that. Second hand just makes more sense. Like okay, it not does. In stuff long enough to be it. But especially being like they're not Using stuff long enough to like wear it out or anything. And there's lots of great secondhand stuff out there. But as a mom of two, it just makes sense. Like, why spend even more money when you can get two of something for the price of one
0: or less? I buy like their swim diapers I bought that are new, but all their bathing suits are secondhand. And I'm like, or I'll go to Walmart and buy something, or I'll go to Carter's to like the sale section. And I'm like, I can't, I can't justify this ridiculous price. This is just stupid.
1: No, absolutely. I completely agree. There's things that I buy secondhand just because it makes more sense.
0: For sure it's, I don't know, buying stuff secondhand. Like if you go back and listen to our bang for your buck episode, I'm a big person of secondhand. And now that it's basically what I can afford for my kids, I like thrift and find the good deals. And I really try and make sure that. Like, my kids have everything that they want, but I'm not breaking the bank buying it for them. Which is a good way to go. Yes. The other thing that I don't think you've ever had to deal with is corrected age versus actual age. Nope. <laughs> this is more a preemie parent thing, but almost all multiples are born. Premature. <laughs> I, and I say almost because I have some friends that are, you know, die, die moms and they go right to 38 weeks. They're pushing 40 weeks. Like they don't have to worry about corrected age and, you know, congratulations, but it's a pain in the butt. The development milestones are delayed. You say that your kids are 14 months and really they're 12 months and everyone's going, oh, why aren't they walking? And you're like, well, they're actually 12 months or like I re- vividly remember the very first time I ever took Kinsley, actually, sorry, Reagan on my own. I had to go to her cardiology appointment and someone asked me how old she was. And I said, she was negative one week. And everyone's like, wait, what? <laughs> and like her due date is not a week. Like she's a week early and no one understood what I meant. And it's like, well, that's just what it is. Like I just say, oh, she's a newborn, but it's like, she's negative one weeks old. <laughs> Yeah. And it's like, that was pretty much the whole time that I was raising them. It was like, well, like even now they're going to be 22 months at the end of this month. So they're like 21 months. So I just, I'm like, well, they're the 20 months. I'm always like going back a month. And I was like, well, they're actually 21 months. I'm like, yeah, but if I say 20 months, then you're closer with their development. Right. A friend of mine, his son was born three weeks before the girls, but he's technically three months older And under the age of two, three months is a huge deal. Huge. And it's funny because he's like, oh, my kid's mimicking like everything I do. Like, when are your kids going to do that? And I'm like, well, when did your kids start? And he's like, oh, about two weeks ago. I'm like, "Mm, so in like 10 weeks. And he's like, what? I'm like, they'll be caught up in about 10 weeks. And he's like, they're only three weeks apart. I'm like, I know, but you have to add in the extra like eight and a half that my kids are behind yours. And he's like, oh, right. like, yeah, your baby was born at the beginning of October and my kids were born at the end of October, but they weren't supposed to be born until halfway through December. Yeah. So there's a big gap there. And he's like, oh, right.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And if you don't have a preemie, then you really don't hear anything about this. Like, unless you know someone that had a preemie or yeah, you just don't hear about like the corrected age versus the actual age. Like you really mostly just hear about development milestones, but that's not even really like, it's not talked about much with singletons.
0: And that's why I keep talking about it, especially in the podcast. Cause it's like, there's a preemie parent out there that feels like their child that was born six weeks premature is severely disadvantaged. Like My kids are almost on par with all of their development. They're just, right now, I think a few weeks behind. Like my buddy said that two weeks ago and the girls are already starting to mimic pretty much everything I say. Like Reagan, I'll go button. And she's like, button. And like, okay, she's getting there. Like she's not eight weeks behind. She's probably about, I don't know, four to six. So they're not as far behind as they were at the beginning like they're catching up, but they're supposed to catch up by the time they're two. And I'm like, really by December of this year, they should be with a, where a two-year-old should be. So I'm not worried. And the reason why I'm such, the reason why I repeat this so much is because when my kids went for, I believe it was their 12-month vaccinations or their 15-month vaccinations, they failed the ages and stages questionnaire that the doctor's office did. And I'm like, well, are you doing it to their corrected age? They're like, no, I'm doing it to their actual age. I'm like, well, if you do it to their corrected age, they're going to pass. And that's the thing. If you have your kids at their corrected age, as opposed to their actual age, they wouldn't fail their development milestones because a lot of it has to do with their brain developing from the moment of conception to the kid is 18 months old, as opposed to 15 months, there's a difference in their brain development. So you need to make sure that you're watching that.
1: Yes. That's, it's crazy to hear you talk about it. Because it's just not a thing when I go to the doctor's office. They did do a couple questions at her 12 month. They were like, does she point? And I'm like, Ella, where's the poop? <laughs> and she pointed to the poop. And they like, they were like, is she like waving? And I was like, Yep, Ella, say hi. <laughs> like instead of just me answering the questions, I was like, Ella, just do it.
0: <laughs> well, and that's a thing too, like the nurse that does all of our intake she'll look at me and she's like, you know, do they do this? Do they do that? The one hack that I would love to share with people when they go to do development milestones, if your kid is like mine, well, like both of mine, um, my kids don't talk on command. They they're shy. So I, in my infinite wisdom, took a video of my kids talking. And then I was able to show it to my doctor to show how well my kids talk when they're not being forced to at the doctor's office. And the doctor literally had no issues with how they were talking. And I'm like, see, my kids talk. They're fine. But when you ask them to talk at the doctor's office, they won't. And then the doctor will go, well, your kid doesn't talk at all.
1: But they do. They just don't know you and want to talk in front of you. Ella's the same way. If we're out for a walk, we'll be like, wave hi to the nice neighbors. And as soon as we get past the house, she'll start waving. like She wants to do it at her own time, on her own terms, and she'll do it. But as soon as you ask her to like wave, she's like, no.
0: (laughs) My favorite is now the girls are like, bye. And they wave and then they run and go do something else. Everyone's like, I wanted a hug. And I'm like, well, they're not, they're not interested. And they're like, well, that's not very nice. And I'm like, they don't need to hug you. No,
1: we're still in a pandemic and sorry. (laughs) They said bye. That's better than you get from a lot of kids
0: your stroller also I pushed Shanna's stroller this weekend like a singleton stroller and I was like oh my god it's so light it's so short that's <laughs> so wonderful and she's like you realize you're pushing my four-year-old and I'm like it's still light like mm-hmm. this is so much lighter than when I push my kids
1: do you have is your double stroller front like long or wide
0: Front and back, do not get a side by side. If there is a twin mom that is pregnant listening, trying to decide, do not buy the flipping side by side stroller. It doesn't fit down aisles, it doesn't fit in certain doors. You can't put it in your vehicle properly. Like, if you have a running stroller that you run from your house and you go running somewhere, sure, great, get a side by side, don't care. If you're getting one to go do like groceries or go to the Dollarama or Walmart or anything like that, do not get a side-by-side. It's the one thing that so many parents have said they hate is the freaking side-by-side stroller. It's too wide to do 90% of the stores.
1: That would suck.
0: Yes. See, and
1: then singleton moms don't have that
0: issue at all. <laughs> See, parents of more than one kid, like...
1: Like if I have a baby, I'm going to want a double stroller so I can put Ella and the baby in a stroller.
0: I had a conversation with someone I know And they're having their first baby and they were talking about strollers and I'm like, well, you should be looking at getting a, you know, a double stroller that or one that converts to a double stroller. And they're like, well, but I want to get this like travel system that Graco makes. It's only like 300 bucks. And I'm like, okay, I know someone that did that. And then when they had their second kid, they had to shell out a bunch of money for the $600 stroller that they should have just bought in the first place. And they're like, oh, and then I sent them a singleton stroller <laughs> and it was free. And she's like, oh yeah, that's nice. And then she turned around and sent me like a twin stroller. that was a hundred bucks. And it was like literally the one that I would have got if I didn't buy the one that I had. And I'm like, that is exactly this. I said, that was my second choice. And she's like, it was, I'm like, yep, it was my second choice. And she's like, oh, okay. I might buy that one. But I'm like, I know you, I know you're going to have more than one kid. I know you're going to want like, you know, two, three kids. And she's like, yeah, but I want this. And I'm like, okay, that's great when you have one. I said, you're going to have to turn around and buy a double, triple stroller when they get bigger. And if you have your kids far enough apart, the older one shouldn't have to be in the stroller. But most people have their kids within three years. I'm like, my kids are almost two and they still go in a stroller.
1: But I feel like-
0: but I feel like in a year or two, I'll probably get a wagon. Like I'm thinking next year, I'm probably going to get a collapsible wagon from Costco. They're like a hundred bucks. I'm like, that would be perfect for them. Absolutely. Like my friend has hers. I got it for her kids, first birthday, her kids four, and it works great for her. She's like, I still love it. That's awesome.
1: See, I did not get a double stroller or a stroller that converts. And I have been thinking about it for a while since but I'm still hoping on twins next time. So (laughs) I will need a double stroller (laughs) no matter what.
0: (laughs) You're going to need, oh my God, have you seen the one? There's like a family of seven, I think. They have like, it's like a thing that like goes up. It's like a hill. It reminds me of the stupid yodeler on Price is Right. (laughs) I don't know.
1: Like, I know what you're talking about, but I don't know like the family with seven
0: Oh, it's a YouTube link. I'll have to send it to you and then you can post it in our link tree. But it's this dad, I think it's actually might be a family of five, but this dad has like converted their entire house to like the multiples. And it's so interesting the thing that, things that he does because the triplet mom I sent it to, she's like, oh my God, I watch him all the time for ideas. <laughs> like, yes, it's amazing. That's funny. Speaking of- getting out of the stroller. I have a confession to make. I made fun of leash parents as a young adult slash early 20s person. Thought y'all were nuts. I'm now one of you. My kids have backpacks with leashes on them. It's what we're doing. My kids want to run free in the grocery store. They can run free within reason. Like Costco is pretty good because there's not a lot of small things they can pick up a pretty big store with big box items but yeah my kids are leash kids now and it's so wonderful it's so easy and I got these backpacks you can actually put stuff in them it's not like a stupid, it's not like those stupid stuffed animals like it's an actual backpack That's with helpful. a leash and then when they get older like this backpack will expand like the shoulder straps and the chest straps will expand and I'm like really if they could wear the backpack without it being chest clipped but I'm like This is going to be so good when I want to take them on like a hike or go for a walk somewhere. I can put their own stuff in their own backpack and they can carry their own stuff. Yeah, it
1: saves you from carrying everything.
0: Oh my God, it's so perfect.
1: So I was like you when it came to leashes, but I told like having a kid now, even though I only have one, like I understand it. I haven't gotten that far, but I understand why people do it. Because as soon as you put your kid down and they go completely the opposite direction and you're trying to buy something or you're carrying something and you need them close by, yeah, it's not easy.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Good luck, though. When you uh, put your kid down and they run, you're like, oh, bye. (laughs) Crap.
1: (laughs) At home, it's one thing. Out in public, very different.
0: (laughs) And of course, you can't be like, get here, you little. Right. (laughs) Yeah, that's definitely something that I've like, "Mm, get over here, you little bugger. I've definitely done that. Here's something that you never did as a singleton mom tandem feed. Nope. (laughs) That took skill. And I will say that has taken help. I did a few on my own. I didn't like doing it. I know twin moms that totally do tandem feed all the time. I was not one of those people. I like to just nurse one and then nurse the other and then go back to bed. Or nurse one, nurse the other, and then go. Unless I had to, like, be somewhere. And then I was like, okay, both kids on the boobs, same time, let's go.
1: I was even impressed. Like, tandem feeding is impressive. Luckily, for the most part, they're small when you're doing most of your tandem feedings. But I know there's moms out there that are doing it when they're older. But even watching you just pick up
0: both your girls at the same time, it's like, Oh, yeah, this weekend I was like, I picked yeah. up Ella and I picked up Regan. Yeah. And
1: I was, spinning I was like, them
0: around in the kitchen and I was like thinking afterwards and like, Carlos probably like, oh my God, don't drop my kid. No, not at all. It was just like
1: so easy for you. Obviously, you do it all the time with two kids that weigh <laughs> around the same weight, not half their weight. But
0: yeah. Ella and Kinsley are pretty much the same weight. Oh, well, they're both around 20 pounds. Wow. Well. Yeah. So it really wasn't that big of a deal. Although yes. I football carry my kids a lot. <laughs>
1: it's probably the easier way to carry them.
0: Sometimes when Kinsley has decided that she wants to just like exorcist and she just arches her back, you just like pick her up like you do a cardboard cutout and just mosey on through like whatever. It's all like, I can do with her. I've kind of been avoiding this when I like skipped over it. The mom guilt. It's a thing. It's definitely a thing. I feel like it's a mom of, like, more than one child guilt of, like, giving one kid too much attention and the other kid feels resentment. I feel like that because some days, like, I do a lot of independent play with my kids. Like, I don't force them to sit on my lap 24-7. But if they come over and they're like, up, up, I'm going to sit with them. Like, even at your house, I was just kind of like, do whatever. I'm, I'm here if you need me. Like some days it's always Kinsley wants to just sit on my lap for like an hour. Like this morning it was Regan. She just wanted to sit and snuggle with me. And she sat on my lap for an hour. And then
1: like Ella doesn't do that at all. I'm sure at some point she'll get to that point, but not right now.
0: Both my kids have been like that pretty much since day one. Like they'll just like come over to me and just snuggle. And I'm like, okay, I like this. Right.
1: It's so cute.
0: But then when they're done, they're like, bye. I'm like, oh, okay, bye.
1: Yeah, I'm chop liver. <laughs> yeah.
0: But it's like, I just kind of let them do it organically. And like a lot of people, when they see my kids, they're like, oh, come give me a hug. And my kids are like, no, crazy person. I don't know you. And I'm like, you have to just let them come to you. Yeah. Like When we went to your house, you weren't like, oh, hi. Blah. Like you weren't in their face. And they like walked right over to you. Like they had no issue coming right up to you and being like, hi. Like, <laughs> No, but at the same
1: time, I wouldn't want that for my kids. So yeah, I just, we were just sitting on the floor playing with them.
0: Yeah. Like we were interacting and like, if one of them was about to fall, obviously you catch them or you're like, okay, don't eat the blocks, you know, don't put that in your mouth. No, we don't throw this. Like we kind of just corralled three kids and just let them play. Yeah which is the best way to do it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, and they were exploring, right? Like it's a new environment. There's new toys. They were just exploring what there was to play with. and
0: The ball pit was Mm -hmm. probably Regan's favorite.
1: I still can't get over. She just went and sat in it for like 20
0: minutes. She goes and just sits places. She's like... This is where I'm sitting right now. Look, I'm sitting here. And it's like, whatever.
1: But we all thought she definitely pooped because she wasn't even like sitting. She was in the squat position. And that's how she was
0: in the ball pit. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Like 100% pretty sure it was like, are you pooping? No. You're pooping. And then you check. You're like, oh, that's surprising. No poop. (laughs) No, I was very impressed with her.
1: (laughs) diaper costs so diapers are expensive already
0: but how much do you spend on diapers though a month
1: I really don't spend that much like less than 50 bucks a month on diapers
0: I want to say I'm somewhere around the same but I like shop for a deal I'm constantly, like, buying them on sale, and I need to buy diapers, and I'm pretty sure I just missed a sale. Oh, no. So, I'm kind of ticked at myself because I wasn't more on top of my planning, but.
1: So, I get most of my diapers from, well, I get all of my diapers from Costco, unless I still have some left from, like, my baby shower, because people buy you multiple sizes. So, I still have some in different sizes left from my baby shower that we're still using. And when I have another kid, I have tons of twos. (laughs) Everyone told me that twos are the, the diaper that gets used the longest. I disagree. I think it's three, (laughs) but every kid's different. So who knows?
0: (laughs) Yeah. I'm literally just like looking up diapers and I'm like, Oh, that one's on sale. That one's on sale. That's not a sale.
1: That's good. At least you'll still be able to get some. I'm surprised you even need diapers right now. Last time, you, last time you bought diapers, you bought so many. Uh,
0: I bought like 700 diapers for like 180 bucks, which worked out to about 14 cents a diaper. However, I do not believe that was like four months ago.
1: Oh, wow. Was it really that long? See, my I have no sense of time <laughs> and COVID's made it worse.
0: A thousand percent COVID has made it worse. COVID has made it worse for everyone. You're like, oh, that was like last week. And you're like, dude, that was two months ago. Yeah. Or like, I say something happened last year and everyone's like, that was 2018 or 2019 when the world was still normal. I'm like, listen, this whole like last since March, 2020, it's all been a year for me. Yeah. So leave me alone. <laughs> I gotta go do some diaper math tonight. Mm-hmm. Just like took a five minute podcast break to look up diapers and I'm cheap as all hell and refuse to buy diapers for more than like the bare minimum of what they should be. I might even just look up President's Choice diapers and see.
1: Well, that's a singleton mom versus a ma- mom of multiples right there. <laughs> like Erica will do whatever it takes to get like the dis- like a cheap diaper, still a good diaper, but on sale. And a good deal where I would just go buy it. (laughs) At this point, I would just go buy whatever if I had to.
0: Yep. I'm, I don't want to say I'm cheap because that's not the right word. Frugal. The big packs are on sale and they're only like 16.6 cents. I mean, that's that's pretty better. That's not like a super bad price, but like, I also look at what PC diapers are. Because you can get a pack of, like, I forgot how many for, like, $11 from No Frills. And fun fact for all you parents out there that are, like, diapers, wipes, cream. Oh, my God, this stuff is expensive. Go to somewhere, like, No Frills just to buy your diaper. cream. It's literally the exact same as it is at Shoppers, but it's a third of the price. Oh, yeah. Shoppers
1: is just full-blown expensive, no matter what you buy.
0: Please don't shop at Shoppers. I don't know who's shopping there, but y'all got money. Y'all are bougie and rich. (laughs) (laughs) Over here, like, go to No Frills. It's cheaper.
1: And Walmart. Like, my mom swears by, like, going to Walmart for, like, any medicine and stuff.
0: You know what? I understand Walmart is not, like, the best corporation to support. And, like, I get it but it's, but it's so affordable. Cheap. It's yeah. so cheap. Like, I'm sorry, bring me a competitor. That's somewhat the same. I'm like, I'll even go to giant tiger and look Yeah, baby section sucks.
1: Yes, it does.
0: They have good clothes. They just don't have diapers. And I'm like, can you get some diapers into your store? Cause that would just make my life.
1: No, absolutely. They do have a good clothes section, but everything else is not great. Giant tiger bring <laughs> diapers. <laughs> We love your store, but it needs diapers for our kids.
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: Well, they've made it more of a one-stop shop. Now they just need diapers.
0: They do. They really, really do.
1: Like, how do you sell kids' clothes and food and everything else but not have a decent diaper section?
0: I don't know. I don't know how they get away with that.
1: Because nobody's telling them.
0: Well, I'm telling them. (laughs) All right. Is there any big difference that you saw between you and I on Saturday? Not really. I would say I'm more calm. And it's not that, like, you're not calm. I just think that I'm, like, I don't know, more relaxed. When, like, something happens, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> like, Kenzie was climbing on the back of the thing, and I was like, yeah, she's I th- fine.
1: I think it's just because Ella's not there yet. So, like, Ella's falling all the time, and bonk in our head and I really don't like it doesn't phase me but I think because Ella's not climbing on furniture yet it makes me panic more seeing another kid do it because I'm just like ah because like if it was Ella she would be falling off the couch and I'd freak out because <laughs> she's just starting to walk we're just like she can't get on the couch right now so we're just like we're learning how to get off the couch properly before she can even get on the couch because I'm trying to be proactive with that one. But I think I just panicked because if it was Ella on the couch, she would fall off <laughs> where your girls are perfectly fine climbing up and down on the couch and on the stairs.
0: Don't don't get me wrong. My kids 100% were not at this level like right away.
1: No, absolutely. And I get that. Like you have to teach your kid these things, but I use the feet down, belly down, or belly down, feet down all the time. Now I'm like, every time she comes up with me, I put her down on her belly to like scooch off the couch herself and trying to teach her that way. And I was like, Oh, I love it. That is one thing Erica taught me on this weekend. It's belly down, feet down, right? Yep. Not the other way around.
0: Okay. You roll them under their belly and then you have them, like, slide off the surface. And this is not something that I made up to. This strictly came from, I'm pretty sure, the movement mama on uh, Instagram Instagram or Kinesio Kids or whatever that one account is that we have on our link tree. It's one of those two. It's This is not something I made up. This is something that I found on Instagram and it just works. Although both kids now want to go, like, forward-facing down the stairs and I'm like, ugh.
1: No. See? See, like if you're just not at that stage yet, it's more of a panic.
0: <laughs> it's not, I wouldn't say that I'm panicked about it. I'm just concerned that they're just going to jump. And I'm like, please don't jump. <laughs> yes. The other yeah. thing too that I've found is, I don't know if this is just me being an inquisitive person or the fact that I need to know everything about everything to make an informed choice, but I feel like, parents of multiples are more aware of like medical conditions our kids have more of them but
1: right like as a preemie and a twin it tends to happen more often that there's more medical problems with like multiples versus a singleton and a singleton that went full term versus a preemie singleton. So I agree. But at the same time, from the day you got pregnant, you were doing your research because it was already a high risk pregnancy. So from day one, you were going nonstop doing research because of the situation.
0: Yeah. That's just the kind of person I am.
1: But I feel like, like, if I was in your situation, I would be doing research too, but I had a very nonchalant pregnancy. So it wasn't something I had to really research.
0: I would also say, I feel like if you have a quote unquote boring pregnancy or a normal pregnancy, that like, you don't want to freak yourself out by seeing all the crap that other people have to go through. Whereas I was like, I need to know what I'm going to be going through.
1: Yeah. Because you know, it's coming already. Yeah. I agree.
0: Like why? Ignorance is bliss.
1: Yeah. Why stress yourself out about the what ifs, if it's boring and normal versus you already know that it's going to be crazy and might as well be informed.
0: I already know I'm going into a cluster mess. I just need to know how bad it's going to be. Unfortunately,
1: cluster mess just doesn't sound the same as cluster.
0: <laughs> yes, but I can't say that on the podcast.
1: I know. I was just like it's just so not the same.
0: <laughs> You're right. It's not. But here we are. Yeah. All right. There's something yeah. else that I wanted to touch on, and I can't remember what it is now. Oh, I'm always multitasking. I can't remember half the crap that I talk about in a day, but I'm constantly multitasking. And then I go and do something. Everyone's like, how are you just so doing that so effortlessly? And I'm like, because I'm used to doing 17 things at once. And right now you're asking me to do two. And this is just very easy. I'm good at
1: multitasking, but I feel like after having a baby, I'm worse.
0: I feel like I'm better. Like, I feel like I can do two things way better now than I did before I was pregnant. Because I constantly, like, even when they were eating lunch at your house, I was like, okay, she's eating. She's eating. Do you want more? Okay, this goes in this bowl. Like, it was so seamless. I'm like cleaning one up and I'm like, Hey, you're going to fall stand up. Like, I don't know. I just. But it's probably,
1: probably because you do two things at once constantly. You're constantly checking on two kids all the time. So multitasking for you has now been become an easier thing because that's what you do all day long yes. where I only have one. And when I was on that leave, she was my pure focus, right? Like I didn't have to worry about work and didn't have to worry about a lot of things where now that I'm back to work, it's like, okay, I need to get back into it because I used to be able to multitask really well. Now it takes me a while to get back going on what I was doing. If I get distracted and it sucks.
0: Oh, and that's the thing. If I get like disrupted, I'm like the person spinning, spinning seven plates and someone stops to talk to me and like four of them fall down. And I'm like, leave me alone. (laughs) Like I'm great. As long as nobody bothers me.
1: Yeah. Which is good, but it doesn't always work that way. Especially when you're like in the situation that you're in with where you live with your parents right now, there's always someone around.
0: My mom is really good at not interrupting me when I'm doing stuff, although my dad used to always know when I was nursing and would be like, hey, the internet's down. Hey, can you fix this? Hey, and I'm like, I'm nursing a child, so, like, you have to wait. Yeah. And eventually, he just got to the point where he would just text me because he always had, like, literally when I started nursing a kid, and I'm like, go away. Yeah. So then he would just text me, be like, when you have a minute, can you come help me with something? I'm like, yes. Oh, his texts are so polite. (laughs) I mean, I'm making them polite for the podcast. It was like, I need your help right now. And I'm like, give me a minute. (laughs) Sometimes there was colorful language in there, but (laughs) I'm trying to make it a little bit nicer for the podcast. But we we've definitely figured out a system that works in this house.
1: That's good. And after almost
0: two years thank god
1: yeah <laughs> it makes sense that you've got it figured out for the most part
0: and we've not figured it out we've just muddled through let's be <laughs> honest
1: especially with covid everything oh well like having a baby in general everything is changing constantly and then you throw covid into the mix where all of that is constantly changing it's just like can we just get back to some sort of normalcy <laughs> Whatever that may be, especially for people who had a baby right before COVID or during COVID, they don't even know what normal is anymore. (laughs) Like, I don't know what normal is with a baby outside of COVID. So,
0: well, that's what I mean. Like my kids, everyone's like, oh, they don't know anyone without a mask on. And I'm like, well, we don't wear masks at home. No. And when we're in public, that's all they know. And it's not that
1: big of a deal (laughs) because they don't know anything different. (laughs)
0: Like, shockingly, my kid does not care what the bottom half of your face looks like, Karen.
1: Yeah. (laughs) That is, like, the one line I hear all the time. Oh, they never know what, like, whether we're smiling or whatever. And I'm like, they can read your eyes.
0: They can clearly tell what you're doing. Please just continue on. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to highs and lows. Do you want me to go first because you've reordered them?
1: Yes, I do.
0: Okay. I'm going to start with my low. Sunday night, Kinsley pooped in the bath. Not only did she poop in the bath, and please hold your laughing till the end, but she did it so stealthily that I didn't notice right away. And I grabbed the bubbles, and as I like turned back around, Reagan had it in her hands. The poop or the bubbles? The poop. To which I'm like, Bregan! <laughs> and scared her because she didn't know she was doing anything wrong. And she like picked up a clump and just squished it in her hands. And I'm like, ew, 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 ew. <laughs> and then because I was like, Bregan! I scared Reagan, I scared Kinsley. They're both now crying. So I'm banging on the floor for my mom to come up and help me. And she's like, "All oh, the kids are done. Then I bang again and I hear her like slowly come up the stairs. And then I hear her like run up the rest of the stairs. And I have both kids. I have like shook Reagan's hands off in the water. And I'm like, both kids are now crying and like trying to get out of the tub. And I'm like, you're covered in poo. Like, this is not okay. <laughs> it's diarrhea. So it's not like I can just like scoop it out and put it in the tub or put it in the toilet. Like it's floating and the it's muddy. Like the water's brown. And mom's like, what? And I'm like, they, Kinsley pooped in the bath, which really should have been a sign that like, I was not going to work this week. <laughs> so she, like, I grab Regan, throw her in a towel. My mom's sitting there with Regan. And then she grabs another towel and like lays in between them. And I, we throw Kinsley in there. I rinse all the toys down. I like, I have done dish soap in the shower to like detox my hair. So I literally just take the Dawn dish soap and I just like spray everything down. And then I just spray everything down with the, um, the shower head, get all the toys out. Then I clean the tub with like cleaner. And then I'm like, I'm just going to hop in because I had a bathing suit on because we were swimming that day. And I was like, I'm just going to hop in the shower with my bathing suit on and just, you know, bring the kids in, give them a full like extra little shower with soap and just get them extra squeaky clean my mom's like perfect so of course as soon as they start the shower they hate it because there's no water so yeah that was my Sunday night and then the next morning she had diarrhea and I was like oh she probably just had an upset tummy because we had like tacos with extra 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 stuff and whatever So I took her to daycare and like, I think, you know, Kinsley has an upset stomach. She had, you know, a diarrhea poop, but she seems fine. And the daycare worker is like, okay, no problem. And then literally one minute before work started. And like, when I work, I can't have like my phone with me, but my, my watch receives text messages. I see a text message from my daycare provider being like, um, both kids just had diarrhea poops. I'm calling your boss so that you can come get kids. And I'm like, um, I'm in the middle of doing something like I can't leave. So I like messaged my boss. I'm like, can you call my mom? She's like, yep. And then I ended up having to go home because I failed the COVID screening at my work. So I've been off pretty much all week because my kids had diarrhea and I'm pretty sure I know why. But yeah, that's my like little additional mini vacation that I got because my high is I went to Windsor. Yay.
1: It was so much fun. We forgot to take pictures and I'm so sad about it.
0: (laughs) And neither one of us really realized until after I had left. Yeah, but But we had a good time.
1: Well, that's just it. Right. Like we were enjoying, like we were both on the floor playing with the kids. We put them both like all down for a nap at the same time. So Then we were enjoying adult time and had
0: a good lunch. And when we say put them down, like my kids were not happy, but they eventually went to sleep. Yes.
1: And Ella slept through all of it somehow. (laughs) My very light sleeper slept through all of it. Even you guys leaving. I was like, I don't know how she's sleeping through like you going to get them and like whichever one was crying when they woke up. I was just like. That's not normal. Reagan. Like she, she is a very light sleeper, especially when it comes to naps. But apparently she was really tired.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure the kids all just like wore her out, which is not a bad thing. No,
1: no, it's like daycare, right? Like she has friends to play with and. No, it was good. I loved having you here. I can't wait until we get to come see you.
0: Yes, we need to plan that. Because I'm super excited. But yes, we got to go to Windsor. I got to have time with Carla. And then I went and saw another one of my friends and her kids. And gave her her birthday present that was like, I don't know, six months late. (laughs) It happens. Yes, but it's okay.
1: Yes. No, it was a great
0: time. It was fantastic. And I'm going to finish my low after you tell yours because I kind of am tied into your low with my high or your high with my low.
1: (laughs) So should I do my low first then?
0: I don't really care. Okay. Do whichever one you want.
1: I'm gonna do my low first. So I mine are kind of tied in together, but I'll start with my low. Yesterday was the first time I was able to get Ella out of the car while she was asleep. So it's kind of like a high and a low because it's like, yay, I got her out of the car. But it's not like I was being careful and trying not to wake her. She just wouldn't wake up. Like she was just so out of it after daycare. And she's been falling asleep in the car after daycare on like the 10 minute car ride home. And I think it's affecting her sleep at night because she's waking up like an hour before she needs to be up. But yet, mornings are still a fight for me to get her out of bed. And then, the good thing about her night sleep is that if she's only waking up an hour before, then that's a win in my book. That's still, like, sleeping through the night for me. And it's all because I saw a random video on TikTok, and it said, if you feed your baby bananas before bed they'll sleep through the night I was like hey I'll try anything once and what there's no harm in giving my kid bananas before bed like what's there's no issue there so I did it and it works (laughs) the first night I gave her bananas she slept through the night so she now has a banana before bed and it has to be like right before bed it can't be like an hour before bed. It literally has to be like right before they're going down because we did that the one night and it didn't work. So she, we sit and have a banana. She's kind of all over the place, but I hold the banana and give her pieces. And when we're done the banana, she goes right to bed. And yeah, it's a work. It works. It's amazing. So I almost need to do like
0: things I learned from TikTok. (laughs) Oh my God. Honestly, like 90% of our podcast is like, this is not us talking. We found this on Instagram, deep in the like vault of TikTok. We found this like wonderful idea and we're just here to share it with you. I feel like that's 90% of this.
1: But that's motherhood. I'm not going to lie. Motherhood is taking something you learn from another mom and passing it forward. Like that's what motherhood is. Like you learn some things all along the way, but you also learn from other people and you're sharing that with other moms. Like that's, that's motherhood. (laughs) So, Hey, if we have platforms that make it easier to share those things, then so be it. But that's what I learned from TikTok and I am sharing it with the world because bananas, bananas are amazing and make your kids sleep. So there's a ingredient in bananas. That's like Turkey that, helps keep you asleep longer but yeah it's also helping with ella's poop situation because she's been having diarrhea lately
0: which is how my low ties into your high because yes we've been having bananas at every meal to try and help with the diarrhea situation which definitely helps and fun fact if your child is like under one and does not poop you should probably dial back on the bananas
1: Which is what I had to do. Like, I couldn't feed Ella bananas at all because she was constipated all the time. So then we didn't have bananas at all. And we've been avoiding, like, the foods that tend to, like, tighten up your poop. And now I'm, like, doing the complete opposite thing. Like, eat all the bananas. (laughs) I also felt like Ella didn't even like bananas before. And now that she needs them, she, like, loves them. So it works out really good in my favor.
0: <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, I I don't know. Bananas are great and they're awful at the same time. <laughs> Why do you say that? Because if your baby is too young, they just bung them up. But if your baby is like, oh, I got the runs, it's like eat a banana, you'll be fine. Yes,
1: absolutely. But that's kind of like the amazing thing about bananas. They're they're quite uh, unique food in that regard does a lot for your body that's for sure
0: oh absolutely bananas are amazing
1: thank you for listening to episode 29 of our podcast we appreciate all the support if you like this episode please subscribe to the podcast on whichever platform you are listening to us on also if you know someone who would benefit from our information please share Our social media is packed with all of today's hacks, apps, and products that we used. So please follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash mom surviving life and on Instagram at mom surviving life, all one word. If you have a question or a comment, please feel free to private message us on Instagram or Facebook or email us at mom surviving life at gmail.com. See you next week.